0: Welcome back to Sports Dump, Lewis County's only sports podcast. Sponsored by Elam's Home Finishings and Sleep Center, as well as Global Septic and AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. I'm Aaron Vantile, joined tonight by Chronicle Sports Editor Alec Dietz and Chronicle Sports Reporter Josh Kirschenbaum. And fellas, how are you celebrating spooky season? I'm getting
1: real close to the mic. (laughs)
0: Hell yeah. (laughs) That's very spooky. That's, that's, yeah, you sound... (laughs) just deranged over there. Mm -hmm. I actually
2: think we get Monday off. So I'm, I'm excited about, uh, not having anything on
0: Monday. Are you guys going to some sick Halloween parties?
1: Alex going trick or treating.
2: Ah, best time of the year. I actually will probably like lock away in my apartment and pretend I'm not there to avoid having to buy candy and dish it out to people.
0: What's your, what's your Halloween, your favorite movie themed Halloween costume? Like if you're going to dress up this year as your favorite movie character, like the joker. Ah,
2: that's so <laughs> basic. Come on. <laughs> Mary Poppins. What do you drink? Pumpkin spice lattes
0: over here? Yeah, like once a year. Every every October I get one and I'm like, "Up, oh, still, still still okay. Still, not still just fine."
2: Too sugary.
0: Uh, I don't know. That's such a I don't know if I have a favorite movie. What would be yours? Uh, I don't know. Probably probably Harry Styles from Don't Worry Darling, my favorite movie. Horrifying. I know, terrifying. That would I could really see it. Scary. The the bad accent and everything. Man. And screaming in the car. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's me whenever I get going about golf.
0: That was that <laughs> Yeah. That was you when you picked on Alaska over Adda and Grid picks last week and it did not pan out. Oh man, yeah, you really called it. I <laughs> I said it 400 was four hundred passing
1: a, yards, right? I said it was gonna
0: be a shootout and boy was I correct. Seven to six. You love to see it. Uh the big thing this week, we've got games starting tomorrow night, correct? Yeah. C two bls bumping it up a day to to give them a little space in case they got to do like playoffs the next week something like that.
2: Well, they don't have to do that anymore. They finally cleared up the district situation, which we'll get to. Okay, but yeah, they're playing on Thursday. Well, except for Napvine. But yeah, Napvine is, is Saturday, correct? Yes. Okay. At two in
0: Centralia. All right. Well. Let's jump into what happened last Friday and maybe Saturday on some of these, maybe even Thursday. You know what? Last week, let's we'll just call it last week. This first one was Thursday. Yeah. Okay. So, WFOS beat Aberdeen forty-two fifteen, sealing their first EVCO title since two thousand nine. Which of these buttons? Just the air horns. Uh. Boom. <laughs> now Wait, I know we're gonna be playing that a lot. Today. Yeah. Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sophomore Tucker. Lee. He's only a sophomore. I didn't realize that. He's good. Sophomore Tuckerland had one of his best games of the season 133 yards on 15 carries, two touchdowns. Beau Guyette added 69 yards and a touchdown. Gavin Fugate was 10 of 17 passing for 296 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Gage Brumfield, six catches, 189 yards, two touchdowns. Those are some good numbers. They are. Their defense did allow multiple touchdowns, though.
1: So. Kind of an up and down day, if you're a WF West,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, really, you know, not not quite perfect, but they still look pretty good, pretty pretty good.
2: I heard um, Eric Trent was out there taking photos for us, former Chronicle sports editor, and he said uh, no designed runs for Gavin Fugate. I think they're trying to, you know, at the end of last year, obviously he Protect got hurt with that bit. collarbone injury, so. Um, they're, uh, you know, luckily I think they've had a couple games that have been pretty manageable for them, and he's mostly been working out of the pocket. And Tucker Land, I think, has been getting more carries and kind of coming into his own. So um, they're kind of just building and building momentum, heading into, obviously, Swamp Cup this week and then District Crossover the week after that.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you don't have to run your quarterback, like, don't run your quarterback. Right. it's just, that, just good. Business. a huge part of his game, though. Definitely. Yeah. Ability, I mean, so.
1: all, all year I've kind of said it kind of reminds me a little bit of what Kalama did with Jackson Essary. Yeah. Last year, like they really had two game plans. There were the games they expect to be close when he'd throw the ball 20 times and run it 15 times, and the games that they maybe didn't when he would throw the ball 20 times and run the ball two times. And you'd see that the running back get a whole lot more. Like, yeah, they're definitely kind of save it's kind of work, work managing, management, load management. That's the go. phrase there. there it is. It is, yes. I'm not an NBA guy, you yeah. can tell. <laughs> um, managing his load a little bit to, uh, yeah, keep him fresh for the postseason.
0: All right. Uh, The right, let's see what else we got. Centralia lost to Hoquiam 29-12. Hoquiam led 8 nothing after three quarters and then scored three touchdowns in the final frame to Centralia's two. Oh, the Tigers got two touchdowns. Yeah. Tommy Billings had both of them. Yep. He was 10-16 passing for 139 yards, and his touchdown passes went to Dustin Ingles and Cobain Kennedy. They hope that fourth quarter means their offense is starting to be in bloom. You capitalized in bloom. I love you that. You got to keep reading. Uh, and the defense will be bright as lithium next week when it tells WFS to come as you are to Tiger Stadium. Wow. Thanks. Smells like poor writing.
1: <laughs> That's my specialty.
0: <laughs> good good work. Bravo. Uh, five comedy points. Uh, <laughs> Black Hills beat Shelton 38-34. The Wolves improved 3-2 and in EVCO play. Still in the hot for third place. They were down 21 20 at halftime. Then they led 38 21 midway through the fourth before holding on to the last couple minutes. Johnny Stallings ran 37 times. Oh, he 37, ran 37 times for 164 yards and two touchdowns. He also had three catches for 84 yards and caught a two point conversion. He also threw a 13 yard touchdown on a trick play. That's a heavy workload. Yeah, it just did heading into the postseason. It's yeah. like the opposite. Like, <laughs> Hell yeah. Like- uh, great name too, John. That sounds like somebody that like somebody from The Outsiders or Red Dawn or something.
1: Mm. <laughs>
0: uh, Jackson Beck, twelve of twenty for 195 yards and a touchdown. He also ran in a touchdown. Three separate wolves: Beck, Stallings, and Xander Shepler threw touchdowns. Pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, or Shepler threw a two point conversion. I just like that they're apparently oh, yeah. just calling wide receiver passes every, like, 10th play, because why not?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Black Hills, you
1: won one game last year. Like, yeah. let's go out and have some fun.
0: Yeah, I love it. Uh, Tomater beat Rochester 56-7. They were up. They had 35 in the first quarter, 49 in the first half. Carlos Matheny, 123 yards and three touchdowns on just nine carries. Logan Cole had two touchdowns and 95 yards, also on nine carries. Alex Overbay and Ethan Kastner both threw touchdowns. See a trend here. All these Evco teams are like, you know what? What if, what if we had two quarterbacks? Three. <laughs> Four. three. Not WFS though. They're like, we have one, and he's not running anymore. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this podcast is sponsored by Global Septic. I don't have any great lead-in jokes this time. Uh, Josh took them all with his Nirvana bit. There we go. Uh, Global Septic <laughs> provides septic service and portable sanitation for Thurston, Lewis, Mason, Calhoun, and Grace Harbor counties. Septic pumping inspection and riser installation. Commercial septic pumping. Of course, grease trap services. You never know when you're going to need those. They'll wrench you a porta potty or a sink. And you can learn more at gobelseptic.com. G-O-E-B-E-L septic.com. Or by calling 736-2167. One A's. In the one A's, Tenino beats Montesano thirty eight twenty three, And they are co-league champions. That was me. With the tiebreaker, <laughs> good work, Josh, for the top spot in the One A Evergreen League. Who are they all tied with? Eatonville and Montesano. Eatonville
2: and Montesano. Yeah. yeah. So they've three. all beaten each other, but Tenino has like the largest margin of victory.
0: So three out of the five teams in the league are tied for first, and Elma just like Elma and Hoquiam are
1: yeah, not just kind of sitting there. Yeah, okay, they're out. They're Maybe five team leagues are a bad idea. Yeah,
2: one of those teams is going to be playing in the district crossover too, which is fun. We'll get to winless teams competing in the district crossover
0: here soon. Those are always a blast. Uh, The triarchy in the 1AFCO. The Beavers uh, allowed just a field goal in the first half, led 16-3 at the break. Dylan Spicer, another big game. 15 carries for 108 yards and two touchdowns. Randy Marty had 24 carries for 92 yards and touchdown. And Tristan Whitaker ran 16 times for 86 yards. Cody Strawn also added a rushing touchdown. It ends tonight's league season early, but they will play Rochester in the old Scatter Creek Showdown this week. And Brandon was getting some heat on Twitter for picking Rochester in that one. I don't, it's like he doesn't watch a lot of football over here.
2: Uh, yeah, or he's like behind and it doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's true. I don't know why he's getting heat for that. Uh, yeah. Why would anyone make, come on? It's, it's for random. fun. Look at man. the rest of his picks. Nino's always sakes.
0: be getting upset about our picks anyway. So. They do. <laughs> Uh, in the 2Bs, Vine beat Raymond South Bend at 54-0. Shocking the world, and... Uh, like a kid with a new toy. <laughs> clinching the North Division crown. They led 34-0 before Raymond South Bend managed a first down. The Ravens finished with 33 total yards. Ashton Demarest was 8 of 11 for 141 yards and a touchdown. He also ran for 85 yards and three touchdowns. And Josh Fay, best of Lewis County coach and teacher of the year, Josh Fay. What does he teach? I don't know. Social studies, I want to say. History, one of those kind of things. Uh, Said, we've never been a league title type of team.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You gave me that same quote last year when they beat Forks by sixty to clinch
0: a league <laughs> yeah. championship. Well, you know, he's got a point. They they've got really... they've
2: got bigger goals on their mind. That's yeah. that was kind of the idea behind it.
0: They, they don't get excited over a win over Raymond South Bend. Right. Well, meanwhile, in in Toledo. Are we leading into that? Nice. Toledo beats Kalama 35-0 and <laughs>
1: <laughs> clinches their first league You're title. You're in trouble since. because the more I press that one, the more I start to wonder what these other buttons do. <laughs> uh,
0: we'll get into that. Uh, first league title since 2016. Hey, Yeah. <laughs> they were very happy about they that. They were one. quite happy about that.
1: Yeah, they should be. Uh, Mike Christensen, who was already just completely soaking wet because it was pouring and he was wearing shorts because, of course, he was. They hit him with the Gatorade and then. They like lined up for their post game talk, like, you know, the huddle, and they like parted to give him like a runway. And he just, you know, slip and slide headfirst dove into that. They said he said they were trying to get him to do that all season long. He insisted that he wouldn't until they won league. So, yeah, they were happy.
0: Yeah. Josh Faye did not do that. Uh, I will
1: confirm. (laughs) Ah.
0: If you tried to get Josh Faye to do like a slip and slide into anything,
1: he would tell you to get the hell off the field. (laughs) Well, you know uh, what? I guess Toledo just knows how to appreciate what it has.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have more the fun good times in Toledo. Uh, Ethan Carver had 127 rushing yards and a touchdown. Jeffrey Glass, 103 yards and two touchdowns. Zane Ranny Ranny Rainey. I think Rainey. You don't know. Rainey?
1: I swear he added that second end, like, in the offseason.
0: He had it last year.
1: Okay. I mean, then he's we probably had it on. his entire life, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, anyway, he had 90 yards and a touchdown and Austin Powers-Norris, 36 yards and a touchdown.
1: It was great watching that on the Toledo sideline That um, because, yeah, they really kept it even. And they were facing in the fourth quarter, they were facing, you know, they got to like first and goal at like the 10 and Austin-Norris ran over to the sideline to get the play. Mm-hmm. And Christensen starts to go play calling. He goes, Austin, have you scored yet? And Norris goes, what? He goes, have you scored yet? No, coach. All right, run the keeper. (laughs) And he promptly runs the keeper and scores his touchdown.
0: (laughs) All right, good for him. Uh, Kalama quarterback Aiden Brown was held to 4 of 22 passing for 74 yards and threw two interceptions.
1: Yeah, that offense don't really work in a downpour. Uh, Yeah, I I would would imagine not.
0: 32
2: of 52, like he was against Donnie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kalama,
0: weather-based team, good to know.
1: See how it goes for them this week.
0: Yeah. Uh, Morton White passed beat Waco 42-0. Second big win over the Fisherman this year. That probably leaves us with the conclusion that MWP is the stronger team. Hot take. <laughs> yep. Breck and Pelletier, 17 carries for 204 yards and two touchdowns. Carter Dantine ran for 155 yards and two touchdowns. Gavin Cheney 11-yard scoop and score. And Judah Kelly through MWP's only pass of the day for a four-yard touchdown to Hunter Hazen.
1: They're starting to roll again.
0: Yeah. Uh, In other 2B games, Forks forfeited to PWV, and their season is over. Oh, Oh, that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Not the right effect there. No, that's uh, not it either. uh, (laughs) I'm not going to push any more buttons for a
1: while. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, just not a good story uh, out of Forks.
0: What uh, what happened in the Adna-Ani game? Adna won 7-6. Uh, basically Adna, was a 6 uh, nothing at halftime or something?
2: Annie scored first, yeah. I think it was on like their second drive in the first quarter. And then they took the 6-0 lead into the half. And then Ani fumbled on their own side of the field. And Adna's only score came out of that. They like ran a couple plays. I think Lane Johnson scored the touchdown. They kicked the PAT. They got it. And that's all she wrote for the scoring. Uh, Ani said they had a couple chances to score, and they just didn't really execute. There were some penalties or or what have you that that hampered them from on, on scoring drives. But uh, yeah, kind of a crushing loss for Ani, given uh, they kind of stifled Adams' offense for most of the, I mean, all the game, really. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. And then in the one B league, Masurak beat Winlock by forfeit for the <laughs> for the league title. Yeah, that's that's correct. Congrats, Mossy. They did it.
2: That's the... Uh, have, has, have five Chronicle teams ever won league championships like all in the same weekend, basically? I doubt it. That's got to be a record. Not.
0: Well, we didn't used to have five leagues. It used to be just the C2BL right. and, you know, Mossy Racklin, and Winlock, and all of them were in it. So wow. area first, five yeah. league champions.
1: That's what happens when you hire me.
0: Yep. <laughs> Bring in Josh. He's like, you know what we need? More leagues. <laughs> Uh, Oakville also lost to Muckleshoot Tribal 54-12. Did we all miss that on Grid Picks? Someone took Muckleshoot. I think it might have been Brandon. Well, and you I, mocked him.
2: I they called him a madman. I don't know. It might have been Jordan. I don't remember. Yeah,
1: and I have no clue what that means for the postseason. The WIA like bracket online is really not right. Yeah, I don't know. We, we don't know what's happening in 1B. All right. Well,
0: hopefully uh, we are able to determine what is going to happen there
1: sometime before next week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh which one of you guys wants to talk about your your poor furniture situation at home? Josh, how are things at your four houses?
1: <laughs> <laughs> My one apartment's pretty nice.
0: All right, you got uh, you got a nice dining room set in there?
1: I I do not as a matter of fact.
0: Well, you should get one. What do you think of that? <laughs> four houses uh, <laughs> <laughs> and to get your nice dining room set head over to elam's home furnishings and mattress gallery at 1530 south gold street in centralia i'm looking at pictures of their stuff right now they got some i got some chairs they got some dining room accent pieces
1: you're saying we could get a better table than we're on right
0: now uh yeah even a little bit better than this one this one's kind of got like uh i don't know what this this black top is on it it's like dusty i mean well yeah it's you mostly know.
1: stable
2: yeah why is this black thing on it but then it's like wood over here it's like a like a desk blotter
0: kind of thing what's going on we don't want any of that on our on Josh's dining room table <laughs> where we will be moving the podcast shortly you're welcome uh you get some dining room storage cabinets chests a nice hutch maybe a buffet some a sideboards okay yeah I know you want a hutch in there anyway <laughs> call plan into your bit uh, no' I, I, you know what that's fair Give them a call 807-1211 or visit their website, elamshf.com, to learn more and get yourself some fine furniture. And now we get to talk about the AP Okay. Initial thoughts while I scroll down to the rankings. It's the same as last week except Tanino. I, for one, cannot believe my eyes. That Tanino did not climb higher. Yeah, sure, that. Yeah, I guess not. (laughs) Tonino is number four in the 1A poll. Uh, Lyndon Christian remains number one with all but one of the first place votes. Royals two. Lakeside is three. Montesano is down at eight. And Eatonville is at six. So Tonino is the highest ranked of the three champions in the five-team league. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they had know. a good win. Edenville hasn't played in like three weeks or something. So They're all
1: still ranked, which is kind of impressive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and the two A's, WF West is number four, one spot ahead of Tumwater, who they beat decisively, we might add. Uh, Linden remains number one, Enumclaw two, Anacortes three. And then down the two I think Linden tubies. and
2: Anacortes are playing this week, too, so. Oh, interesting. Potential to climb even further for Chehalis.
0: Yeah. With a big win over their rivals. Uh, yeah, that I'm sure will mean a lot in the eyes of the voters. They beat Centralia. Uh, in the 2Bs, Vine remains number one. They've got all the first place votes. They are 8-0. Okanagan is also 8-0, and, and they are in number two. And Toledo is up to three. How do you guys feel about Toledo? Well, they're tied for third with Lindertsville-Sprague. I mean, who, who else notice. is going to be three?
2: Yeah.
0: That No. Shawila's got two losses. They can't be three. I don't know. Riverview is up to number five. That seems high. They beat It depends on the river. Yeah, we got to know more about the
2: river. I think they beat Borbank is the reason why. That's the thing. There's a there's a steep drop-off after
0: the first two teams, I think.
1: Yeah, so. pretty
0: much anybody you throw at three, you're going to look at it and be like, ah, really, three? Are they that good?
1: If we start calling, like, Toledo, Toledo Cowlitz, Ethel, or give them some, like, big, long name to improve their stock in the eyes of the voters.
0: Yeah, that'd be good.
1: Uh, who was Toledo's one loss to? RSB. Week oh, one, interesting.
2: It might have been a. Di- I think it'd be a different game if it were played now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm not sure if Toledo would win. I mean, I think it'd be. I just. I think it'd be a different game.
0: Okay, well, it almost certainly would be because it is taking place at a different time. Hot take. Yeah, and then in the one bs Massey Rock up to four. Ah, they're still undefeated. Yeah, I'll be damned. Good for them. Yeah, they didn't play last week, so. Yeah, uh, those four. Well, sorry, they. Yeah, they.
2: Won a league championship, so
1: yeah. Two things can be true at once.
0: <laughs> uh do we want to look at the RPI board? Uh yes, you do. I okay. Just go to the two A's. In the two A's. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> this might even push some of the other buttons, see what happens.
1: Do you feel in charge?
0: Um uh, WF West <laughs> does. <laughs> They are number one in the RBI board. Wow. Ahead of guess who? Linden. Oh. Huh. And
2: everybody Week else. Week two.
1: What, that did nothing,
0: Dan. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Week two
2: erased from everyone's memories. They, like, men and blacked everyone. Yep. Yeah, that's, you know, their strength of schedule
0: is pretty high. Um, yeah. Josh was telling me earlier, Linden doesn't have a quality loss to Linden like WF West does. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Linden, you got to get out there and, you know, kick your own ass. <laughs>
1: That's uh, what the bye weeks are for. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> true.
0: Uh, Linden, God, Linden, they've got some, they got some wins in there.
2: They're good. I, I believe they're the best team in the state. I hope I, that's not a hot take.
0: I believe they are too. They've got two pretty tight wins over Cedar Woolley and Sehome, though. Yeah, and a Cordis game is going to be big this yeah. week.
1: Cesar. Yeah, Cedar Woolley and Sehome have also been playing around with the rankings. That league up there is just absolutely stacked. stacked. Yeah, stacked. stacked. It oh, is.
0: Dude. Yeah. I guess so. We shall see. Some team that
2: probably is the top eight team in the state is not going to make state out of that league. Hot take? But that's uh, just, like, probably how the crossovers are going to work. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, in the 1A's, Tanino is number eight. Lyndon Christian, still number one. I think they've been number one. And in the 2B's, Okanagan, still number one with a higher strength of schedule than Napa Vine. Somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've got no explanation. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I don't really. I either. thought it's. I sure. thought Napovine's win over RSB would put him up, but
0: I don't know. Uh, RSB is ranked number six, and Toledo is eight, and Peo Valley is thirteen, Adna fourteen. So that's that's what that looks like. That's RPI baby. Yeah, Master Rock is also number four in the RPI board. Interesting. Do we need to look at any of the other rankings or anything like that? They're all kind of the same. Yeah, yeah
1: it's nothing too crazy.
0: Uh, other sports, what's going on in the two A soccer
1: world? Uh, Tumwater just got another shutout. That's their entire season.
2: Yeah, they. I. You tweeted out yesterday they've outscored people seventy eight to zero in league play.
1: Yeah, they have given up two goals this entire season, and both of them were to non league teams back in the first week of September. So. So they're,
2: they're good. good. Uh, I think Albertine's locked up the second seed. WFS is in the third, and Black Hills is in the four seed. Yep. So they're playing
1: the pigtail tomorrow at home against Washougal.
2: So that's the the two A soccer landscape. I think Tenino is looking pretty clearly at the number three finish in the Evergreen for the second straight year. Um, uh, they I think they have one game left against Edenville on Saturday that they need to win, but probably should. Uh, To make the district tournament, and then we don't know anything really about 2Bs. I mean, we know some, but everything's kind of getting locked up within the next couple days. So I think ADNA and Napa Vine are going to be playing for a league championship. All the leagues are messed up, but I'm pretty sure that's a league championship deciding game. There's
1: two leagues, and they're different than the ones you get for football, which makes it fun. And
2: volleyball. And volleyball. They're all different for Uh, all the sports. Come on. Consistency.
1: Uh, Kalam is about to play Ani. In 25 minutes, and I think that game goes to, if not the league championship, then, like, a tie or something. So um, That game's going to be big.
2: Yeah, a bunch of games being decided in the next couple days there, but um, I think there's a pretty clear – I think Kalama's in in the top tier by itself, and then after that you have Adna, Ani, and Napavine that are kind of all in the mix, and that district only gets three bids this year. So one of those teams going to be left out – come district tournament time. So it'll be interesting to see how things shake out. Okay. Uh, volleyball, everything is TBD until tonight. All the two Bs are playing tonight. Um, so I think Kalama's the only team that's locked in. Yeah, is
1: locked number one. I, is Tootle locked in number two? They're not. Okay, If
2: Tootle loses to Vine tonight, there'd be a three-way tie for second between Napavine, Adna, and Tuttle Lake, and they would do a dreaded coin flip. I don't know if we have a negative sound effect over there. Maybe I'm the not. green one,, yeah, there that's the hey. look at that intuition, it's not really Swish. dreaded, that's like anyway, everyone hates the coin flip, but uh that would determine,
1: <laughs> imagine we had pulled that one after forks forfeited, though a little more fitting,
2: uh, but uh anyway, so there there's a couple scenarios there, but the two B's won't be decided until tonight, yeah. Um, in the two ways, Tumwater, they still have like two weeks yeah, left. Yeah, they of play there.
1: extra time. They're still got, I think everybody's got four games left. Tumwater, Tumwater's undefeated. Black Hills is one, one loss, loss to Tumwater. Tumwater. So uh, and they and still have to play again for a league play, title. Yeah, and they play the last game of the season. So you're not going to get anything until then, unless Black Hills gets upset, which.
2: It's not looking like they
1: will. There's a pretty clear drop-off after those two teams. I think WF
2: West is still in the mix for a... uh, I think they're third. ...number three or number four.
1: Yeah. I Um, think Centralia could still be in the mix for the fourth spot, but I'm not
2: entirely sure. Um, Centralia losing both games to WF West kind of hurt their chances of avoiding... if they Because the fourth team has to play a pigtail against the GSHL's five. So uh, if they want to make it, they would have
0: to try to sneak into that fourth spot. Okay. And then golf... Our dear sweet Prince von Wasson, what's he up to? Making Centralia proud. Marching all the
2: way to the state tournament (laughs) in the spring. Uh, He's just on a like six month victory tour, basically. Yeah, he won a district championship. Uh, He won it
1: in a playoff. Yep. Josh wrote it, so he's yeah. He came. He went after the first day of the district tournament. He was down a stroke to one kid from Columbia River, and that kid from Columbia River promptly lost it on day two. But a different kid from Columbia River. Played, like, the round of his life. He wasn't even in, like... Because they group them in groups of three, and they have, like, yeah. the last group, with which is... You're usually, speaking
2: to a former golfer here.
1: Oh, sorry. And Alec. <laughs> um, he wasn't even in the last group. Wasson was. It was Wasson, uh, Dan Huddleston from Woodland, and the kid from River who was in the lead. A kid from the second-to-last group shot, like, four under on the day. Wow. And then... To come within a shot of Von Wasson, who was holding par into the final hole of the final nine of the second day, and he bogeyed it. Apparently, he hit his drive or his approach, like went behind a tree or some took some bad bounce. So he bogeyed. Great great golf terminology. (laughs) You know what? Maybe you should.
0: Come on, um, remind us of your state experience. I got dead last.
1: <laughs> uh so anyway, yeah, so Wasson went into a playoff with um Lars Noah Larson was the kid out of Columbia River. They both parted the first hole. Uh and then Wasson won by a stroke on the second and took the crown. All right.
0: Good for good for our boy. Uh did he have some like six sunglasses on? Probably. We didn't
1: see. Nobody sent us. They a photo. were down in
0: Washougal,
2: so Hell well, yeah. Good not for making him. the long trick down there, but uh
1: yeah. You're you're the golfer. What do those six sunglasses do for your game?
0: Uh you, it's a it's a look good, feel or good, is feel that, good, play good. Is, is, is that
1: why you finished last was you didn't have a pair of six sunglasses? I
0: think I had six sunglasses. You didn't
1: have the flow either. I had I had, a very, I had basically everywhere. the
0: same haircut I have now. <laughs> I, have, I have I have not evolved over the last twenty four years or whatever it's been. <laughs> uh let's see. It is time for Grid Picks, brought to you by AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. Alec, how were things last night? Were you hot? Were you cold? I was a little, I was a little cool. It's cooled off pretty dramatically. It, it has gotten quite chilly. Yeah. Uh, if you would have gotten too cool, what would you have done? Well, obviously called AmeriCool Heating, Heating and Cooling. You could call their 24-hour-a-day line where they will help you for emergency service at 360-273-3300. Your comfort is their business. They're very concerned about your you specifically. My comfort. Your Thank comfort. You. Thank you. They that is my change. personal
2: line. Everyone else has to call a different number. <laughs>
0: they should change their tagline to Alex Comfort is our business. <laughs> uh, they offer full service HVAC installation services and repair with 100% satisfaction guarantee with everything they do. Visit Just rest. like this podcast. Just exactly. Like 100% satisfaction guarantee. <laughs> uh, their office is at... 21822 Old Highway 99 Southwest. And you're going to visit them online at west.americoolonline.com. Grid picks. Grid picks. I just posted a link. Does that work? That's, I got them right here. Cool. Uh, the season standings, by the way, going into the final week, Alec is in the lead at seventy eight seventeen. He might have this wrapped up. Josh and I are both at 76 and 19. Brandon is at a dismal 66 and 29. That's what you get for picking Rochester. Yeah. Jordan is at 72 and 23, and Chad is at 68 and 27. First game up, Stevenson at Toledo. No surprise there. Everybody went Toledo. Uh, Kalama at Adna. Alec went Adna. Josh went Kalama. I went Adna. Everybody else went Adna. Josh. Josh.
1: What's your problem? <laughs> I I don't know what to think of this game. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Like, these are two teams that on, not on paper, because not on paper, when you, like, think of their offenses, they should have the two, like, most prolific offenses in the league just off of what they're trying to do. They just haven't been able to do it. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. um, you you've got yeah you've got two quarter like two offenses that want to throw the ball twenty thirty forty times, but just haven't been able to complete them at all mm-hmm. and I feel like watching Kalama like Kalama was okay against Toledo last week their defense did decently it was just the Toledo as you said before you know every fourth play goes for ten yards uh and I don't think Adna is doing that to anybody no uh, they so. Haven't. It's kind of who can find their offense first. I really hope this game doesn't end up being another, you know, 7-6-1, but I could see it becoming, you know, 20-15 to and the two quarterbacks combined to go, you know, 20 for 70. Do you think the weather will play a factor? Possibly, but again, both of these teams want to throw... Neither run the ball that well. And neither run the ball that well. So, like, I think, and that's the thing, I think watching Aiden Brown for Kalama last week, he can run. Like give I think give him two years and he'll be a good player. And but now he's got speed, he's got shiftiness, he can throw and when he can't throw because of the conditions, they're fine just telling him to run it. And they he did that pretty decently against Toledo. I think he's a, in a better I think so I think Kalama's run game is in a slightly better spot than Adna's.
0: Uh, next game will kayak come at on Alaska. Everybody's got on Alaska. Makes sense. Uh, next one, Morton White Pass at Raymond South Bend. The only game in the
1: north this week.
0: Yeah, you two both went MWP on the road in South Bend. South Bend, Raymond. South Bend. South Bend. Uh, what's what's your justification for Morton White Pass over Raymond South Bend? I just think
2: MWP is really physical. You know, and um, I watched RSB struggle against a really physical PWV team to move the ball at all. They scored, they scored on two explosive plays, and that was pretty much it for their offense. Um,
1: you are also looking at an RSB team that's lost two straight games. Yeah, um, they both had the had to play PWV and Napvine back to back, and I think Morton White Pass got that out of the way and has since had two good weeks to sort of find itself. And
2: and they're just physical. I mean, they're gonna.
1: They're like, because, yeah, Lee, Lee Metcalf came out of that the PWV game being like, well, we thought we were physical, but apparently we need to be more physical. And I think that the the after the Napa game, of course, the past couple of weeks has they've started to find that. Like, they both know how good they were, and they know how much better they needed to get, and they've had time yeah. to make that adjustment. As opposed to RSB, who's kind of not that they should have won either of the games they just lost, but you know, it's hard to lose two games and come back
0: uh pwb beat mwp 41 8 and P W V beat raymond southband twenty eight fourteen. so little analytics
2: little analytics for you let's go to the computer
1: uh what is the
2: computer what is uh what is the, the what
1: does the rpi ESPN say metric oh, i was gonna say what does the rpi say about this matchup because that's know, like, the real espn thing says there's like
2: fpi i think yeah, yeah there's like probabilities or whatever we don't we're not that fancy but I just – I like how how physical Morton White pass is. And I think if their defense can kind of limit what RSB – I mean, RSB just wants to – you know, they run the same offense that a lot of teams run, that, that wing T, power T. So um, if they can sort of limit the pass and, and stuff the run, they got a good front. Um, I think they got a good shot to take this one. I think I this mean, is the game of the week in in
0: in our area, at least for two Bs. Okay. Uh, Napalmine versus Cascade Christian. This was set up after – Forks canceled their season for bad,
1: reasons. reasons. <laughs> it's bad,
0: not good ones. Not good ones. Uh, Cascade Christian, they they good. What's their deal?
1: They are six and two, four and zero oh in the one A in Squally League. Their two losses are to Eatonville and Kings, so two ranked teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they played Toledo last year. Yeah, during Toledo's like mad dash. Like twenty game, four games in twenty days or whatever. At the end of the year, yeah. that was a Cascade Christian team that went three and seven, though. So they seem a little bit better. I think they were getting some votes earlier in the season, maybe before their second loss in, in the one as Yeah. So they're definitely they're probably the best test that Napa is going to get this year in the regular season. I think this was a good game to to fill out with. Definitely a good game for them to schedule. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, I think even if it's a game where you know, obviously you're. You short time to game plan, you know. I mean, I'm sure they've been, you know, the fork situation arose last week, so I'm sure they've been talking about filling it in case forks canceled on them. So it's not like this is on two days' notice. Like, I'm sure they've been game planning a little bit for both teams. But, uh, um, even if they did lose this game, I, I it's big for them to get tested like this right before, uh, you know, because they probably won't get tested in
0: district crossover weekend either. So, yeah. um, all right, uh, Tenino at Rochester is the next one. We've all got Tenino. Brandon took Rochester and got uh, trolled Lamb-basted. online for it. Yeah. By the Tenino band. Hate to see it. Oh, Bowerly, just stepping in there to make fun of Brandon. <laughs> you know Jeez. what? Yeah, they know each other. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> Black Hills at Tumwater, the Pioneer Bowl.
1: Might be Everybody. closer than in years past, but I don't think Black Hills is quite there yet. Yeah, yeah I think Tumwater is a safe pick here. And Tommo the just rolling too. Yeah.
2: Honestly, I think I just
1: talked to Bill Beattie on Monday, and he was saying that, I mean, they went basically the first six weeks of the season with like two backup or two or three backup linemen on the offensive front, so they're getting those guys back now. So they're and
2: starting. they're rolling too. I think um, I think looking back on on that WF West game, I think they might have been a little beat up coming from the North Kitsap game. Uh, didn't they have the Kelso game before? Yeah. Or was it afterwards? Yeah. yeah. So they, they were they played on half a pretty, the line pretty much. Right. They played a pretty, and, and WFS played a tough schedule out of the gate too, but I think now that it'd be interesting to see what would happen if they, I think it'd be closer if they, if they played again just because both teams have kind of been able to roll and Tumwater's got some guys back. Um, I still think I'd give the edge to WFS, but uh, yeah. I think Tom rolling. And that I mean, sets
1: up a really weird situation in the 2AF because you got WFS first. And I think Tumwater's second no matter what happens. Yeah. Uh, in this game, but if Black Hills loses, you've got you're looking at a potential three way tie for the last two spots, in mm, the... which means Kansas tiebreaker. Oh baby,
2: between uh, and and Shelton would have to beat Aberdeen as well for that scenario to to come into
0: play. So okay, that'd be interesting. All right, we've also got Oakville at Mossy Rock. We all took league champion undefeated Mossy Rock. Of course, never a doubt. Never. And then Tahola at Winlock, everybody took Winlock. Six-man. Six-man game. Pos- Probably, we think. Sure. Um, yeah.
2: Are they going to shorten their field? I don't know. Is that what you do with six-man? Yeah, yeah, it's like 10 yards. It's like, what is it, 10 yards narrower, narrower and then 20 yards shorter?
0: I don't know how you, like, I guess you just paint new lines on there.
1: Yeah.
2: But, like, the end zones are 10 yards in, too, you know, so you I wonder. You just put pylons up on the te-
1: on the. Ten yard lines.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't hmm. know what they're gonna do. Interesting. We don't know yet if it's to get the game in with Tohola because Tohola needs to do that, or if Winlock is also doing it by necessity because of injury. So yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully they're they're healed up. I think they would be in line to participate in the district crossover weekend, but again, no. who knows? We're trying to <laughs> We just figured out today that the 2Bs are just doing a straight 1 through 5 crossover. And oh, that was not cool. which is Hannah absolutely Richard. wild
1: because there are 10 competing 2Bs. Yeah, teams. Iwako is is going to play Toledo and they have no wins. And Wakayakum would play Napavine. They have wins but none over. They're winless in league. Hmm. Yeah, they
0: should just give like Napavine and Toledo buys and then go the 2 versus two, 5 3 4. Yeah, but yeah. since it's
1: a 12 team tournament, Napavine's going to get a buy anyway. In the first round. Yeah, Napervain wants the game.
2: You'd have back-to-back weeks off. Oh, you know Josh Faye doesn't like that bye
1: week. That did happen. No one likes it. Was it? Last time Owako made the crossover, actually, because three years ago in 2019, Owako made the crossover and was supposed to face Kalama and was like, actually, we're good. So they forfeited their crossover matchup. (laughs) Jeez.
0: All right. Anything else uh, you guys want to mention before we sign off here?
1: I don't know. Is it start time? Time to start getting like political? I know it's like the election season soon. Or... Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Let's do a do a, an extra <laughs> I was podcast. Really hoping you
1: were going to cut me off what? right when Half I said hour. that word. <laughs> 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 what,
0: what coach would be the best? We uh, seen any good ads? You know, on TV? I, all kinds. Any of good stuff. C- campaign ads? Uh, there was uh Washington prep football kind of had a, a moment this weekend. You know, Brett Rippen started for Denver.
2: Oh yeah, that's true. Kate man.
0: Otten's getting uh, a lot of play down in down in Tampa. So, that
2: team is kind of down bad, but yeah, he's, yeah, they he's, are very much down bad. Did Tom Brady yell at him? Do we think?
0: I don't think you'd yell at Kate Otten.
1: Kyler, he yelled at yeah. his
2: offensive line.
0: Yeah,
1: Kyler Gordon got a pick.
0: He's he's he did? Washington football. Yeah, no, yeah. he went to Archbishop Murphy. Yeah, yeah. there you go. All right, uh, we're going to wrap it up there. Have fun at football tomorrow night. And also, there's games Friday too, right? And Saturday. And Saturday. Three days of football. Christmas come early. All (laughs) right, we'll talk to you next week.